Hi there, and welcome to JK We're Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am the magician master of this game cast. What? Gamecast? It's a podcast. It's a game. It's everything. I actually did just say that on mistake. <laughs> Real like, it was completely by accident, but I like it. I'm the magician master of this game cast. And what that means is all I do is a simple, very easy several hours of preparation every time before we meet to take lore and stories that I've written about far, far, far in the past, and I write adventures that allow my players to discover what those writings might have been about, but will they discover what those writings were? There seems very little chance. Nope, seems like we're much more likely to just run around and do random stuff, and that's what we like, and that's why we are here. And the other reason that we're here is to hang out! And who do we hang out with? Why, my wonderful players. And let's meet them now. Ooh, hi guys, it's me again, Lucas Fischer. And I play, of course, Jasper Casper, who is a human wizard from the non-magical world. And all that Jasper wants right now is try not to hit the cat while driving the car. <laughs> and I'm sure that we can help him. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we will figure out where he once belonged to. Hi everyone, I'm Nadine Kuhn and I play a pixie elf called Cecily Mary Nature Spring. She has wings that don't fly and a powerful purple crystal that she's carrying in her pocket next to where the wand of jewel arcanals was but now it's gone <laughs> Cecily also likes peanut butter <laughs> oh. <laughs> wonderful wonderful nice hi there i am sebastian kinder and i play eric miller a musician magician with a troubled past there are quite a lot of people who forgot who he is. There are a lot of people remembering. And uh, now to add up on all of that is potentially trying to catch up on a partially family legacy if he thinks about his Aunt Rose and <laughs> the ensemble. Yay! A lot of fun. I'm sure about it. Lots of people involved people. here. Lots of people in, in, in his social sphere. <laughs> That's true. By the way, I really like that y'all... I, I think all of you usually call her Jewel Arcanal. I always call her Juvel Arcanal, which means jewel in German. It's just funny that I keep using it in German. Maybe it's because uh, we cannot pronounce it right. <laughs> we're Germans, we're like, Jewel. Ju I want to say Archibald. Jewel. I would yeah. say it's something with a crystal. It's, it's a thing about Juvel and Jewel. Hmm. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's, kind of, it's, it's, it's really tricky of you. To put German words in our English, English, you know, little world, little bubble that we're having here. But I've always called her Juvel, which I understand is not Juvel, but is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, I know I'm not saying it right, but like trying to give it a little German twist. Um, but, you know, in the words of Albert Einstein, why bother? Um, <laughs> I, I didn't get that. <laughs> I just, I he, don't He was know. German, sure right? Yeah. He probably did say that at some point. Oh, he was. True. That's the point. Full circle. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, folks. disclosure. A little question. A little question for my players, for your characters. My question today is not so complicated. I just want to know what your favorite beverage is. What's your favorite thing to drink? That's all I want to know. 
And I think I didn't ask that before. <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know. I think we had like like Christmas drinking or something, maybe something. I just said, what's your what's a Christmas tradition? And then everyone was like drinking hot chocolate. Ah, ah. So to amaze your mind, amaze he likes to drink hot chocolate. No, uh, Jasper, <laughs> uh, <laughs> always keeping it fresh. No, what he actually likes is um, when he is uh, on Usedom. Sometimes with Ansa Bina, Ansa we Bina. all know her. Yeah. <laughs> like, how um, often is he there? His favorite smell is there. His favorite sight <laughs> is there. He's like, everything is there. You know, he just, he just found a place to belong. He didn't notice yet. <laughs> they once, they planted a little tree, like in the foregarden, you know, in the front yard of, of the house. <laughs> and it's an apple tree when he was like really little. And uh, now they can, you know, pick up the fruits so that can use the apples and then they sometimes uh, do that and do homemade uh, apple juice so that's what nice. jasper really likes apple juice some self-made apple juice that's so cool it's actually quite similar to sasley's favorite drink because it's pineapple juice Ooh. because you know how, how much pineapple <laughs> they, they have in the picture show in denmark you know you know in denmark where they grow <laughs> pineapples they grow natively pineapples. No, but they have uh, in the Pixie Shire every summer, they have this festival, like the summer festival. And for that event, they would fly in pineapples. Sometimes they would also go to a supermarket close by that carries them. And then they would have little glasses that they will like put in sugar so that the, the edges of the glasses like... The rim. The what? The rim. The rim. I learned the, rim. the word. The rim. <laughs> is like full of sugar and then they would put pineapple juice in there and then they would serve it and Cecily would uh, grab the glass she would lick off all the sugar drinks a bit of the pineapple loves it but as soon as there's less sugar she's not that into it so she takes a new one and that just continues till the <laughs> till there's almost no, the, none the left. festival ends with scattered cups just all over the place <laughs> constantly half drink pineapple juices so you could also say like Cecily's favorite drink is sugar no, it has to have a little flavor of that pineapple <laughs> juice, otherwise it doesn't make sense. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's a tradition. <laughs> the sugar has to be on the rim. The rim. I, I actually have two. One is in case of what tastes good. The other one is like what's funny to drink. Uh, so yeah, let's take two. Uh, in case of what he likes to drink, actually it's uh, tea, but it's uh, fruit tea. So uh, always a little bit with the sweeter side. Especially there's the one that's a blueberry muffin. Mm, I know that tea. I know yeah. that tea. That's a good yeah, tea. Yeah, it is. It is a really, it a really good, good one. It's delicious tea. And uh, just a little something, mostly from his family. They call it the sing drink. You, you know how <laughs> you are able to change your voice if you uh, breathe in something like helium mm -hmm. and such. There's another gas that makes your voice deeper. The drink does the same, but wildly. You can't control it. <laughs> so it's a it's a magic potion basically that you drink that changes your voice to just a random octave. How exactly. Is it called? The How sing is it drink. Called? It's called the sing drink. <laughs> the sing drink. The sing drink. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Yeah, and you know, you can mix them both together so that you have blueberry. What does sing drink taste like? It's always a little bit difficult. It depends on who makes it. Sometimes it has like a, a very soggy note like you you feel like pelt on your tongue like you drink a very very dry red wine and the uh, next time it's pretty sweet always depends on who makes the stuff 
<laughs> True. It, it tastes like the person who makes it. Oh, it oh, is. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I prefer apple juice. I don't want to taste. I don't want to drink anything that tastes like people. Um, <laughs> no, please not. But good answers all around, and uh, a little, little magic drink. Uh, of course, you drink magic drinks because we're wizards. But right now, we are heading to a place that is very specifically not wizardy, and that is the home of one Jasper Casper. Our heroes are on their way to Jasper's home to discover what they can discover now that they seem to have found out, realized that Jasper's mother might be somehow involved in this whole mystery. Dun dun! Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it just overwhelmed me and I had to get it off. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it was Jasper himself who, as he was banging into the car in front of him and then banging into the car behind him as uh, he pulled out this car that was hot-wired by Zobato the Zwergish, Jasper checked very quickly in his rear-view mirror to see the damage of the car behind him and spotted a moving shape hidden, blending in with the surroundings around it, but is... 20 roll and sharp observational powers led him to see that it was indeed Yuvel Arcanal who was watching them pull away. And how much did she find out? How much does she know about what they learned, about what they spoke? That they do not know. But what they do know is that her wand has been stolen back from Sassley. So she was able to regain control of her wand and uh that can't be good for our heroes and what's going to happen next i don't know but i can't wait to find out so without much further ado let's begin this next episode of jk we are rolling last time on jk we're rolling we arrived with our guide indy at the city of the zwergish zwergtopia a zwergish named selbato led us to an inn for surface dwellers in the city the building was made of pure marble. And actually, all of the buildings in the city were made of one pure material. Like sometimes granite, sometimes gold, obsidian, pearl. Well, you get the idea. Indy went back to Schimmerheim to try to plan some rumors about the Einheitsseren and to help cover our tracks. We went to bed. But then we got a call on our yellow touchstone from Yezi. Yezi managed to escape from the agents of a monarch who arrested him and Mildred. But Mildred was taken to a different location. Yezadva told us that he would head back to his clan and claim his birthright as leader to prepare for war with the Shadow Realm since they have multiple armies of Krampin hidden in the Material Realm. But in order to lead them, he has to fulfill his promise to defeat a legendary giant snake that the giants have to spend all of their time restraining. He asked for our help, which we agreed to give, of course. But first, we wanted to go to Jasper's home to find out how his mom is connected to his mystery and why she's in a picture with Skevius Macrevious himself. The next morning, Silbato the Zwergish offered us some advice about Jasper's sapphire. He flipped out when he saw our purple crystal, which I told him I would try to return to him to better his city. And I promised to try to return the missing Zwergish to their home if possible. In return, Silvertoe offered us free rides up to the surface. Silvertoe even helped us steal a car. <laughs> Jasper might have hit a couple of cars when pulling out of the parking spot, but hey, I left a note, so it's all fine. 
But as we pulled away, Jasper spotted the chameleon-like Yuval Arkinol behind us, who had been next to us perhaps all along. Even worse, as I checked my pocket, her wand was missing. She had stolen it back and now it's us who need to be on the lookout. So, there you are. You are driving in a white SUV, a white Hyundai Tucson that is making its way currently down the street with Jasper behind the wheel. The figure of Yuval Arkanal quickly disappears behind you as you round the curve out of the Europa Park complex and follow the street signs to exit the town of Rust. And it is now time for Jasper to try to make his way home. Not an easy task for a 14-year-old who has never driven before. Now, in terms of general direction and following street signs, that's not too hard. You know the general area and direction that you need to go. You live in the Anerve. By the way, listeners, it's an exciting uh, episode for us. All of us live in the Anerve, which is a, a region in Germany. Uh, so actually, we're kind of cool. In the game, we are coming to the home region of, of where we live. And a fun fact, the Anerve as a region has more people living in it, a higher population than any other region in all of Europe. That's true. More people than London, more people than Paris. There you go. But it's a very big region. It's very it's it's a large region though, to be fair. So, I didn't know that, but uh, I'm happy with it. <laughs> true. In any case, you know the NAV, you know that it is generally north. Pretty much you would keep going north. I mean, not too hard uh to get to the NAV from from where you are, but the actual act of driving is not something you are used to doing. Mm. So it is time to roll. Oh no. It's going to take about four or five hours to get from Europa Park to where you live. You do not have access to the Encanto Bahn. Not only do you not know how to get there, but also this car is not outfitted to use the magical highway. So you have to use non-magical regular streets. What day is it? I think Saturday. it's Sunday evening. Sunday. Actually. Ah, that's good. Lucky Sunday for evening you. in Germany. Lucky for ah. you. It's a dream. Lucky. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sunday evening. Nobody, Nobody's on the road. That is very good. If you make it home successfully in about four or five hours, you can be home late Sunday night. Exactly what you want. Exactly what you, exactly want. What you wanted. So here's how it's going to work. You will roll first a bookishness roll. That's to be like, how do I know how to work this whole thing? And you will then roll a spryness roll for the actual driving portion of his long drive. The better you do on the bookishness roll the easier the spryness roll will be for you. Mm -hmm. There you go. I will allow the other two to help you. Oh. Here's the deal, though. Sassily and Eric can only help Jasper in one of these roles, in the bookishness role or in the spryness role. And you'll have to tell, you don't have to tell me now. You can decide to help him if he rolls very badly. Then you can be like, I'll help him. Then he'll get a re-roll. But you have to tell me how it is that you help him. If it's a good enough reason, we'll say, okay, yeah, then he gets basically advantage on the roll and he'll get to roll again. If he continuously rolls bad on bookishness, you can both help him on bookishness. One of you can say, no, I'll wait to help him on spryness. That is fine, but you can only help him on one of these rolls. So that's how it's going to go. It starts off with Jasper rolling bookishness. 
Cecily, please don't help me with your plus one punch. <laughs> I just wanted to say the same. I was like, don't ask me. <laughs> I smack some sense into him. <laughs> I also um, still keep my cat dice uh, for, this, for this episode. Give it another try. Yeah, they were just having a bad time. Nevertheless, guys, um, your help would be required. Um, it's a one. <laughs> it is a one. I mean, even I can help you with that. <laughs> But uh, I have bookishness plus one, so it's a two. Oh, you're killing it. Uh, sorry, natural one is just a natural one in this case. I actually have a special rule for natural one and natural 20s for these rules. So what happens is <laughs> Jasper gets to the edge of a street and just runs a, a stop sign that he doesn't see. He's combobbled, he's discombobulated, makes a sharp turn. You feel the car, <laughs> you're slammed into the side. Oh! Hey, oh, I always wondered why they put those signs in the way. I mean, you can literally hit them. They should not put them there. Right? They are so irritating. At this moment, you, you can choose to help Jasper with his bookishness role if one of you can think of a way that you might be able to help him. And and what he's trying to do right now is just understand how to drive a car, basically. All of the things that you need to know and be aware of doing when you're driving a car. So if one of you can think of a way to help him. Is it, a, is it an automatic or a stick? Yeah, I'm used to automatic. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll just do this. I'm going to roll a d6. I don't have a coin to flip. I'm just going to roll a d6. If it's a one, two, or three, it's an automatic. If it's a four, five, or six, it's a manual. It's a three, so it's an automatic. Okay, Cecily can help. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. hey, Jasper. I feel like these things here, they mean they have different letters. And I wonder if it means driving and parking. I don't know what the N means. Newton. I don't know. Navigation. But I feel like you should totally concentrate on driving and I can just change like the positions of that stick here. Okay. Okay. I'm going to sit right behind that thing. It's a little tight here. Like, <laughs> all right. Okay. You drive, you, you check, maybe Eric, you look out of the window where we drive and tell Jasper, you just focus on the street. Uh, <laughs> so Eric's not sure what he's doing, but Sassley is at least going to work the the drive neutral reverse stick for you so you can say i need to go backwards i need to go backwards and uh she can flip the stick for you if that happens and, and with her help you can roll again this uh bookishness roll you have one less thing to think about now you can really focus on the street but i still have to do it you have to do it still yeah it's a six a six okay i i will tell you this though Six is way better than a one. <laughs> way, the consequences for a one were very bad. Okay, so Jasper gets off to a rocky start. Sasley's trying to help him by flicking it into reverse when he needs to back out of somewhere or putting it in drive, but that's still also a little jerky when two people are doing it. No, 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 put the gas. No, the, the brake, the brake is the other one, the other foot. Uh, so you have to, you're, you know, having to coordinate but you eventually get used to it and you are nearing the highway. Oh no. As you continue to do this with a 6 is not a good roll. It is much better than a 1. <laughs> There's one bad thing that could still happen to you so I won't say it, but one thing that would have happened was you would have run over a stop sign and it would have been a constitution roll. So you avoid that. However, because you're not quite getting it as good as you could, there will be disadvantage on this spryness check. 
that you have coming up. And instead of a 12, the Spryness check is a 14. So disadvantage and the no problems for you <laughs> amount will be a 14. Doesn't mean that you'll automatically fail if you get less than that, but with a 14, you would be doing a good job of driving. Jasper prepares to get on the highway and rolls a spryness roll with disadvantage. So roll twice and take the lower number. So we would have a 14 with my minus one and we would have a nine. Okay, nine was the lower number. Mm -hmm. Okay, Eric, you still have an available helping action if you want to use it. If you can yeah. think of a way to physically make it easier for Jasper to drive or, or to help him or instruct him in some way. Okay. Guys, no worries. Only four hours left. <laughs> I wonder if his glasses are dirty. I wonder if he can't really see through the glasses. I wonder that. You can you can switch something and then it's going to do the swipers. Is it? <laughs> okay. So, so so just just keep your hands on the wheel. I'll try to get the right buttons, whatever, so so that you have a better sight. And I keep the hand on the stick, and uh -huh. it doesn't move. Are we driving? I just I just over here. Okay. <laughs> So you're going to work the blinkers for him, like the yeah. turn signals and, and that sort yeah. of thing. So you have become a three-person driving <laughs> machine now. And Jasper's only job is to press go <laughs> or stop. <laughs> I think I saw Mildred do that in some kind of way. Is that the right one? So uh, Jasper, you get to re-roll now. Still with the disadvantage, I'm afraid. No, 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 no. You can, oh. you can just, you get one extra roll. If it's less than a nine, we'll take the nine. If it's better than a nine, then you get a new roll. It's a net 20. It's Woo! a natural 20. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Pretty good. So a nat 20, here's what I wrote in case you got a nat 20, because I, I with that bookishness roll, it was not very likely that you would get a nat 20 for driving, to be honest. But what I wrote is, on a nat 20, Jasper learns how to drive. <laughs> that is helpful. So, well, without blinking and shifting gears, but still... <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You now know how to drive. That is, you can write that on your character sheet if you want to. That was only the condition for that was if you rolled a natural, not a 20 total, but a natural 20 on this spryness roll. So great job. There was all sorts of things that could have happened to you bad that you skipped. Since we're going to skip this entire part of the recording now, I'll just say a few of them. If you... <laughs> Had not re-rolled the natural one, you would have gotten stopped by a police officer for driving underage. Uh, oh. You could have rolled over a stop sign. You could have gotten into a fender bender with another car, hit your side mirror on a telephone pole, not avoided a pothole in the, in the street, driven into a construction zone the wrong way and hit all the orange cones and uh, had to stop to avoid a cyclist to swerve into street signs. <laughs> All of these causing you to roll constitution rolls on your car that only has four constitution and has already hit two cars <laughs> today. So it would have been tough for you. But with a natural 20, the other two of you actually notice that as Jasper finally enters the highway and things get a little easier, you see Jasper grow more confident and you both gently start to leave him alone as Jasper seems to be able to drive the car on his own with no 
incident or problem, and you are easily on your way to Sprachhöfel. Oh, Sprachhöfel! Um, with... Uh, Michael, with a net 20, I still have to ask, do we have... Do we have a wackeldackel in the car? Oh, no. Like a little sausage dog uh, with this, you know, shaking head? Yes. Good. I feel like, I, feel I, like I can't say no to the, dear dear readers. I feel like I can't say no to this question. Yes, you have a little bobblehead dog uh, in the car. Thank you. That's where I put Wilbur for the drive. Perfect. Wilbur is the perfect helper for driving this white SUV. Guys, um, yeah. Do, do you actually think it's a good idea that we are, you know, going away from Neutrachenberg? I mean, what can happen? I'm just curious. I'm curious about your life. Yeah, well, me, me too, but I'm... Actually, I, I, I don't know if, if I really want to find out what's going on. Does your mom know that you left? Well, I left a note. Why did you leave them? Why, why didn't they both bring you? You know, it's... I always felt comfortable and everything was fine, but there was a time that, especially at school, that I, I, I felt like I, I don't really know what my purpose of my whole own personality is you know and i felt a bit left out from friends well i wouldn't say friends but i felt like maybe there's something more that i haven't discovered yet and then then i got this letter and i, I felt like well, what's the worst that could happen so i didn't want to tell my parents because i know how difficult they could get because they always trying to take care of me all the time and that's nice but i feel like if i didn't do it on my own then i would never find out so you left them without asking? They're gonna be so happy that you're back. Uh, I hope they're not angry. Hmm. Yeah. Let's let's hope that. Um. So, just just to be absolutely clear about that, as far as we think, your parents don't know a thing about magic, or maybe they do. Well, as far as I thought, they didn't. But I mean, why would I find a picture with her in in this whole laboratory? that we just went into. Did you tell them where you would go? Um, well, more or less. I, I just told them not to worry and that I'll be back. So you didn't? Mm. He's more oh. or less. Okay, <laughs> less. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be probably in trouble when you're back. And I can't wait to see that. Sorry. Sometimes I'm a little happy when something happens. When it's too long, too quiet, it gets boring. Mm. But I hope she's not too mad or he... Do you think I should get her something, you know? Like what? Well, when I, when we are invited somewhere where we haven't been in a while, like for for example on Usedom, when I meet Aunt Sabine, we actually bring flowers or, th or something. You can give her the picture. Seems to be a nice memory. That's a good idea. Hmm, <clears throat> uh, depends. On oh. what? Well, I'm, I mean, as we take it, she is most likely connected to magic in some kind of way. And... I'm pretty sure there's a reason she didn't tell Jasper about it. So I'm not sure if like giving her the picture directly might be more of uh, a problem causer or a problem solver in that regard. You think she's an evil one and she's gonna kill him? We should not no, give her the no, picture. No, we should no, not no, do no. that. No, ah, my we should not nice. go there. She's an Einheitserin. Calm down. Hmm? I mean, just sometimes... People have a lot of stuff happening in the past that they don't immediately want to talk about. Like maybe not run over the door straight away with the picture. Yeah, but but there's a point. 
Maybe I give her the crystal then. <sighs> but why why wouldn't she tell me if there's something's going on? Maybe she didn't trust you. Or maybe she wanted to protect you. Mm. Sounds less interesting, but probably also true. <sighs> oh anyway, I think we have to take the next the next exit. I hold my hand out. Alright. So to pass the four and, and a <laughs> half hours, you you chat a bit, you you wonder about Jasper's family's place in all of this, and Sassley floats her hand in the wind as you drive down the highway, and you near the town of Spachhufel. Spachhufel is a small town of around 20,000 non-magical folks, and the main fixture of the town is a surprisingly old towny vibe. Actually, it looks very like classic German architecture. Most of the Anneve tends to be either kind of industrial or more recently built, not like the south of Germany, which has a lot of really cute old town places, but Spachhufel has, has that kind of charm to it. The main street ends in a stately brick church from the 1700s with a green tower on top. And uh, you three pass this site as Jasper continues to drive you into the suburbs of this suburb. A few gentle turns and you are on a street lined with brick houses with pleasant lawns. Although there's nothing too audacious there. It's just a nor normal front lawn of folks who don't want their neighbors to judge them too much. Each housing building seems to have two family units. There's a door on the right and a door on the left. Uh, if you know the kind of building I'm talking about, houses that usually they're split in half and one family lives on the right side, one family lives on the left side. The good old Doppelhaushälfte. Exactly. Ah, Doppelhaushälfte. I asked Nadine for the word, the German word for that kind of house, but I also grew up living in one of those houses uh, in New Orleans, so they exist everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you turn uh, onto another street, similar kind of vibe, and uh, that street ends in a dead end, a cul-de-sac. And Jasper pulls up and parks in front of a light blue brick house. There is... A small train track that seems to encircle the house. It's the size of one of those small trains for children that goes in a circle, just in a small circle at a fair or a park. Uh, it encircles the entire house, but there's no train running on it now. And there aren't any, there's no porch light or anything happening in the house. There might be lights on the inside of the house, but not, not a lot of people home. Uh, seems like a kind of quiet house at the moment. So, here we are. That's your home? That's my home. The one with the tricks. Let's ring the bell. Uh, I'm not sure. I can ring the bell. No problem. Mm. Do you want to ring the bell? Maybe sh we should hide your wings a little bit. What's wrong with my wings? Um, well, actually, here we, we are not used to people having wings, but I, I don't think they would mind. We can, just, we can still say she's, a you know, in a costume. Whatever you think is right. I'm not in a costume, guys. These are my wings. Let's just say that you're practicing Halloween. I practiced magic. Just went wrong. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Jasper, you will lead us through potential conversation troubles, I hope. Yes. Good. And I can help. Thank you. Oh, no. So, the three of you approach the door, and uh, I assume Jasper knocks. Well, actually, what we have, we have this a little, you know, bell that you actually ring. Okay. <laughs> you wait a moment and the door opens. 
and Thomas Casper stands before you. Seems to blink a few times and take in this odd assortment of individuals, but his eyes snap onto Jasper, and he says, Jasper? Oh, buddy, come in here. You're home. And with tears in his eyes, he hugs you tight. He's tall enough to still pick Jasper up slightly off the ground. He's a very tall man. Uh, he has mostly gray hair, which is almost in kind of a puff on the top of his head, uh, which has been slowly thinning out over time. He's got a little bit of a belly, uh, a thin angular face, a small beard, just a little goatee, mostly gray. A little bit of dark in there still, but mostly gray. He wears very thin glasses and a short sleeve collared button down with just pattern shapes outlined on it and working slacks, truly looking like an office guy. <laughs> and uh, as he puts you in this tight hug and your feet just lift barely off the ground, where you been, buddy? Oh, oh, your note had us worried, sick. Oh, Papa. Well, that happened, Sassley passed both of them and she like lets them hug and all of that. And she's like standing in the middle of the house and she's like, that place is huge. What the? Oh, oh, I, I see you, you got some uh, company. Uh, you come in. Oh, come in, please. And uh, he shuts the door. He pulls out his wallet, Jasper, and uh, pulls a piece of paper out of it. And it's the note that you left for them, which he has kept in his wallet the entire time that you were gone. And he he, he shows it to you. And it says, uh, <laughs> sorry, I have to go. This is what <laughs> Lucas sent to me that Jasper's letter said to his parents. Sorry, I have to go. No worries. Jasper will be back. Love you. And he looks at you and he says, you wrote about yourself in the third person. What's going on, Jaspi? Well, I, I kept my word. Um, hi. You know, I, I didn't know how long I'm going to be away. Um, actually, not that long as I suspected. I'm back here. Uh, I, hope you, I hope you didn't worry too much. Well, come on and sit down and tell me about it. I'm just glad you're home. He's still wiping tears from his eyes. You three enter a clean and orderly house, a mix of kind of Ikea furniture and also handmade wooden elements. You know that Jasper's father really loves anything that runs on gears but has a little whimsy. Uh, and there's a few cuckoo clocks hung on the wall with glockenspiel ready to jump into action. And uh, he brings you all into the main room and he says, Oh, oh. I, I want you to catch me up as soon as possible, but I gotta call your mother, buddy. She has not been able to focus since you've been gone. She's working late because she can't think when she's home, and I can't say that I blame her. Oh, but I'm sure she can get off work and come home immediately. Uh, the whole town knows you're missing. We even filed a police report. Oh, um, that's not necessary. Well, I, I see that now. Of course, we'll let them know <laughs> that you're home, but... My God, buddy, where where were you? Uh, and uh, uh, hello, uh, Thomas Casper. And uh, he tries to shake Eric and Sassley's hand. Does not seem at all bothered by Sassley's wings. It's not. He he's really focused on just that his his son is home, and yeah. that's the only thing in his mind right now. Yeah, Eric will shake his hand. Uh, good evening, Eric. Miller, nice to meet you. Hello, sir. I'm Sassley Marinate Spring, and I have wings. <laughs> Okay, uh, 
<laughs> you make yourself at home. I uh, can I get you something to to drink? I'm gonna have a coffee. What? Anybody else want something? Do you have pineapple juice? Tea by any chance? I can do tea. Fruit tea? No problem. Perfect. I would I would have some usual apple juice, please. Maybe maybe some for Cecily too. You will like it. Is there sugar on the rim? Can you put sugar on the rim, Papa? I uh, um yep. Yes I can. That's I love this place. This is awesome. <laughs> and uh there's a comfy couch in the main sitting room, you know, with a a wooden rectangular table there. It's a very much a, a normal parlor room, but made comfy. You see hand-knitted coverings on the table. You see kind of antique-looking things in in the house, but mixed with... They're not living in the past. They're not old-timey folks. There's also normal glasses and pictures and centerpieces on the table. Of course, you see pictures of Jasper with his parents. You do not see any pictures of baby Jasper, but uh, from about the age of five or six up, pictures of Jasper with his parents. Thomas leaves the room to get on the phone with your mother to make a call and to make you all drinks. And you're sitting there in Jasper's home. And Jasper, is, he's surprised by himself, but he's quite uncomfortable right now. He's like, you know, the reaction of his father greeting him again. He feels like, oh, guys, I really, I really think I, I didn't do the smartest idea. While he says that, Sasley climbed up on the couch and like stretches out her whole body, feet on the couch. <laughs> And she's like, oh, what an adventure, what a ride. What do you mean it wasn't the smartest? Well, I, I never thought about, like, even the whole town was looking for me. Well, they were clearly not successful. <laughs> Maybe I should apologize. I guess they were pretty worried. Like, I can understand that. Well, I, I, I told them not to worry. But anyway, they did. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's not really how that works ordinarily. So, Jasper... To talk about your house very quickly and the layout, mm -hmm. in case you want to make use of this information before your mother arrives home or while you're talking to your father, please, let's talk about the layout of your house. So two floors, technically three, you know that underneath the house, there is a bottom floor that's really just more of a basement. That's your father's private workspace, his, where he keeps his taxes and documentation. It's kind of an office space. It's also where he works on his train cars. You all lovingly call that bottom compartment the Tomhof. <laughs> <laughs> For our English listeners, the Bahnhof is a, is a train station. This is the Tomhof, uh, which is your father's <laughs> workspace under the, under the house. On the floor that you are in, which is the bottom floor, uh, the, the living room area. So you walk in through a hallway. The hallway leads in two directions. As you enter, there is a living room area that you directly walk into. It's a large space, family computer up against the wall, you know, <laughs> an old one with a big screen, you know, big, big old family computer there, bookshelves, um, TV, dining room table off to the side here. So the living room and the dining room are kind of one room, one large room. There's a large couch, there's a small couch and a table in the middle of those two and the large couch faces the TV. And from this room, if you were to take a right, you would be in the kitchen. Small kitchen, fine kitchen, <laughs> does what a kitchen needs to do. From the kitchen, if you took a right, there's a laundry room and the downstairs bathroom. And if you took another right, you'd be in the entry hallway again. So basically, it makes a little circle. As you enter on your left, there is a staircase that leads upstairs. 
So basically, when you enter the front door, you can choose to either you know go down the hallway to the living room, or you can take the staircase. Staircase goes upstairs. As you go upstairs, you turn on your left is uh, an office that belongs to your mother. That is her private workspace. Your bedroom is next to that, but like on the next corner is cat a corner to it. Then there's an upstairs bathroom. And then across from your mother's office is the master bedroom where your parents sleep and they have a bathroom in that room as well. And that's the upstairs area. So basically upstairs, you have your mother's office, your bedroom, a bathroom, your parents' bedroom. Downstairs, you have everything else that you would normally have in a house. <laughs> but of particular interest to you maybe at this moment is that you do know that your mother has a private office upstairs. Ah, <laughs> thank you. Sure, let's break into that. Mm? <laughs> Shall I edit that out to make you sound smart later? Or <laughs> no, you don't have to because people know I'm dumb. But... Um... <laughs> The thing is, the thing I want to know, because actually, I don't know that because of all that we just found out. Has Jasper ever been in that office? Like, you know, actually being there? Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, so it, it was never like, like off limits or anything. Uh, mm -hmm. It would not have been interesting to 13-year-old and younger Jasper to be in that office. It would have seemed like a boring place, but you were not. For no reason would you have been not allowed to be in there. Good. Until today. Yeah. There's no place in your house that's off limits to you. Good. Um, Papa made just the call. Yeah, you hear him from the other room. Oh, I'm making him drinks, but he's here. You gotta get home, honey. Uh, and she's talking back to him. And he's, well, I, just a few minutes ago, I didn't. The conversation continues normally. Do I know how long she would take to get home? Like, I, I think I know her workplace and how long she usually drives. She does not work too far away, um, but she's going to have to get out. I mean, you can assume you maybe have like 20 minutes or so mm -hmm. maybe 15 if she drives very fast which she might mm -hmm. don't run a stop sign um man you're lucky there's not a single baby photo of you out here at home where we are from my house is full of baby pictures of me everywhere it's almost embarrassing i'm taking a note of that <laughs> <laughs> well let's go to denmark no um you were a hideous child no i don't maybe i was ugly maybe I don't think so. Parents tend to like their children. <laughs> Jasper's father does come back out and says, uh, So, buddy, here we go. Everybody drinks. Everybody. Uh, so tell me, Buster. Uh, Jasper, wh where, where were you? Where have you been for the last two weeks? You know, it, um, it was more like... Um... And he takes a, a zip. Um, <laughs> it's it's like a summer camp that I've been to. Sasley's frowning. She's looking at him. So um, actually, I got this. Um, and Jasper decides to be like more honest to his father because, because he feels like he's in guilt. Because um, your father's like a summer a summer camp. They don't get the permissions <laughs> of the parents. I'll sue. I probably don't have it right. I don't have my anything from Neudrachenberg here, like some of the invitation letters or anything in my pockets. Can I have a quick look in my pockets if there's anything left? Um, I, I always think that you have your messenger bag with you. Oh, thank you, because I did, but I didn't know if I have to, you know, instantly say it out loud. No, no, you, okay. that's like a part of Jasper's, you know, outfit every day. That's why I always allow you to pull out papers and pens when you need them, because I always feel that Jasper has... 
Uh, his messenger bag with his um, How to Be a Witty Wizard book in it with him at all times, much like Eric's violin or Sassley's uh, sense of humor. Internal terror. <laughs> so, uh, I'm glad I can bring it everywhere. Since Jasper doesn't quite know how to tell his father, he's getting out his messenger um, bag and um, searching for the invitation letter that he got from Nordrachenberg. And he just silently hands it to his father. And is, um, Taking a very close look at the reaction there. Your your father takes this letter from you and looks over it and says, "Buddy, uh, what what is this? Is this a is it this is a club like an after school thing or uh, I uh, I don't understand. You've been in you went to Neujachenberg Academy for magic. What what is that? Is it a is it a game club society or it's it's actually a." It's actually a school where you can go to and, and you know, there are some other classes beyond, you know, grammar and math and sports. You know, I hated sports. So I thought you always liked your sports teacher. Wasn't your sports teacher your favorite teacher? Yeah, that's my favorite teacher. But, you know, the only thing why I liked sport, but I never liked to participate. Fair enough. As long as you're getting your grammar and your math classes in, that's it. Oh, wait a minute. What do you mean you're learning magic? <laughs> what, what, what? I don't understand, Jasper. What does it mean? And then Jasper leans towards Eric and says, Well, so I don't think that my father has anything to do with this whole magic stuff. <laughs> All right, I take over from here. Mm. Mr. Casper, I have a question. Sure. How was Jasper as a baby? As a baby? Yeah. Well... Like before, let's say, the age of four or five. That's an awfully suspe uh, uh, specific question, young lady. <laughs> he was just a normal, a normal kiddo, I guess. I love baby pictures. Can we see some? Uh, Sassley, roll investigation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> do I have any kind of advantage? <laughs> any kind of good feelings? You do have all your influence points back, um, but uh, you don't have anything special for an investigation role other than what you have. Good, because I rolled a three, and I want to use <laughs> two influence points. Okay, and do what with them and say what with them? I feel like this is such a homey little home, and Jasper told us so much about you and your um, wife. Oh yeah, that's my buddy. He's he he's sat down next to Jasper on the um what do you call this? On the armrest of the couch and has an mm -hmm. arm around his shoulders. And he always felt so good. He talked about so much stuff that I can't even remember. But then we were like talking about baby pictures and you know, typical stuff that you talk from student to student, yeah, I was a weird baby. Yeah, me too. And then we were like showing pictures. And then we were like thinking, how would, how did he look? The cute little Jaspi over here. And then she like takes his like cheek and she's like, like the cute little Jaspi. Yes, Thank and, you. Um, wouldn't it be just great to look at those cute little pictures? Oh gosh, well. As weird as I find it that teenagers are sharing baby pictures of themselves to each other. <laughs> teenagers have changed a lot since I was a kid. I get that. I know that. 
do mark those two influence points off of your character sheet, Sassley. But uh, unfortunately, I gotta say that all of Jasper's baby pictures uh got water damage in the flood when he was a kid. We we lost them all. You can roll investigation again. Uh, everybody. Uh huh. Doesn't sound suspicious at all. These cat dice, they really rock. Seven. Oh, sorry about that, Sass. Sixteen. Sixteen. I join in on the sixteen train. Two sixteens. Um, it seems like not that this needed. I, at this point, it's pretty obvious that Thomas Casper is not being honest with you. <laughs> they did not lose all of Jasper's baby pictures. Wow, that must have been a terrible flood. And just the pictures until he got four or five. I mean, that must have been a terrible situation. Mm. What kind of flood was it? A watery one. <laughs> I don't think you ever told me. Yes, you never told me either. Hold on, I just know your sins now. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, 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 you see that Thomas Casper is 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 panicking a little bit, maybe. Jasper, do you want to take your friends to your old room upstairs and get settled and uh, we can talk about what exactly in tarnation you've been up to when your mother gets home? Well, if it's okay for you, I can show them my room. Of course. Mi casa su casa. Am I right, buddy? Yeah. You know, he just told a Spanish saying. It says, my home is your home. Ah. Is it Spanish? <laughs> Spanish, yes. Interesting. And Cecily looks at him and she squints. Interesting. <laughs> can you just call us when Mama's back? Oh yeah, no problem. Just can you call us loud and clear from downstairs? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. And Jasper takes his apple juice. <laughs> yeah, so you can take your drinks upstairs, and uh, you enter Jasper's room. Jasper, what does your room look like? Well, it's full of, you know, fantasy stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, since he was, you know, as a child, he, he was, you know, soaked in by the fantasy novels, you know, with all the fellowships, you know, uh, dealing with great adventures and enemies. So you see like posters from fantasy films, which I don't want to call out because of franchises and trademarks and everything. So maybe we have some adventures of some guy called Kurt the... <laughs> Kurt the... Klabauta Man, which, which is a pirate movie. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. One thing that is so, definitely uh, in your room on a special bookshelf by itself is issue one of Spider-Man, uh, your favorite comic book. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Spider-Man. Okay. It's not Spider-Man. It's like the knockoff Spider-Man comic book that you loved so much. And you see, like, um, you see, like, the the furniture is kind of mixed up. You know, it's not like from one series of you know this this typical um, furniture that you have for a child's room, like a bed, uh, a table, a, a cupboard, a big schrank. So it's it's all mixed up by by different uh, types of furniture that he collected over the years. Some were um, changed because of you know when he grew up. It's still quite childish and um, lots of Lego. You have lots of Lego inside the room. Like, mm -hmm. you know, um, there is one big box which is full of, you know, all types of Lego. But then he has a little cupboard where he tried to, you know, sort everything like by color and by pattern. Sure. He tried. So, 
Yeah, he tried. It's pretty much a tornado still. A cacophony of just toys, Legos, fantasy, posters. And actually, his parents, they leave him alone. You know, they they don't say you have to tidy Mm -hmm. up and everything. So he can just, you know, this is his place where he can do whatever he wants. So, yeah, it's kind of dirty and messed up, but you still can find your way to, you know, to the chair or to the bed. Okay. Important question. Are there any Legos on the floor? Yes. Oh dang it! Roll a constitution. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you can you can clearly see like there's a kind of path uh-huh. from the door where you have to switch off the light. Yeah. Next to the bed, so you have like this pathway. That, where that one can... clear pathway. <laughs> the rest is dangerous. You find yourself in Jasper's bedroom. Okay, that's chaotic. Thank you. All right. You can you can sit down the bed, or you could get to the table. You want. What what is this? What? Cecily takes a Lego. This square little thing. Oh, that is Lego. That's actually plastic that you can stick together. Takes another one. She puts them together. And what purpose does it have? You can be as creative as you want. And then you can build things. You know, like castles. Or even spaceships. Do they work? Well, they don't fly, actually. But... (laughs) I don't have the time for that. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jasper sits down the bed and, you know, invites everyone to have a seat if they want. You know, the thing with um, my father's reaction is that, you know, he's a good, he's a good dad. He surely is. But, um, you know, I, I think that's the reason why there are no pictures in, uh, in particular, because um, I do know that he's not my real dad. How? Huh? Um, I beg to explain. Well, I was um, actually, I mean, to to explain like why I joined Neudrachenberg in the first place, um, I was adopted and I never had any problems with it. I felt like it's fine. And, um, you know, my my parents are great, Mama and Papa. But then I felt like when the letter from Neudrachenberg came that, oh, maybe there's something yet to explore, you know, to find out what could what I could do with my life or what's my life actually all about. And to clarify, just before we go any further, um, because we this was a long time ago when we had the discussion, Lucas and I, but Jasper found a letter from an adoption agency, which is how he knows he's adopted. So his parents never told him, which is why Thomas Casper is acting strangely. And it was the same, wasn't it? It was... Quite um, recently to the time when it was when relatively I was... recent. It wasn't like on yeah. the same day, but it was like you had just kind of discovered it out, and we're having a bit of an identity crisis. You, you all never talked about it, um, and you never brought it up to them. You never confronted them with it, so they don't know that you know. So yes, so I just thought I could, you know, do it on in my way before trying to confront them. So your mom is not your mom, and your dad. Is not your dad. Well, he's my dad. But your mom is on the picture of the magical world. She doesn't know that you went to the magic world. Your dad thinks there was a flood. Besides the flood, everything sounds fine to me. But, um, you know... Ah, uh, my head hurts. The thing was, do you remember when, when we entered Neudrachenberg and, well, I told them that I'm from, like, non-magical parents? Maybe maybe I'm not that sure, actually, because they told me that's such a, a rare occasion. 
but but still, you know, seeing the picture of my mom having anything to do with the thing that we found out with Einheitsehren, maybe there's something more to it. How did you find out that you are adopted? Um, when I came home from school, there was some letters, you know, in our post box. And I usually opened them because my name was on it. And then it had something to do with some new documents we should have to send in because of my age and everything. And then I accidentally read papers from the adoption center. And But what did it say? Did it say you adopted a child? Well, it says that it has something to do with my adoption. So I try to figure out, well, then the only reason that could be is that I actually am adopted. But I didn't want to tell my parents because I was quite confused at the moment. Understandable. Not that I was in shock, you know. I actually wasn't in shock because, you know, they're still my parents, but that was confusing. Do you feel sad about that? I don't know. I like them. I love them. And I think they love me too. It's just that I'm wondering what's, what part of me I'm missing, you know. Yeah, I totally understand. Well, maybe we'll get to that somehow. And Cecily goes to Jasper and she hugs him. Yeah. And he slowly hugs her back. But quite, you know, quite, you know, very vorsichtig. Very carefully. It's okay. Carefully. It's okay, Jasper. Your dad seems to be super weird, but it kind of fits. So I think he's a good match. He's my hero. But like, aren't parents always super weird? Well, don't talk to me about my parents. <laughs> That's a long story. So you three, well, Jasper, you would know you have, coming down to the wire, you have about five minutes before your mother gets home. If there's anything else that you want to do or talk about. Guys, I really don't know. Should I? I don't know how to speak to my mother. I don't know what to say. Do I confront her with the adoption thing or with the picture? Or do I confront her at all? Confront always sounds so, so, so mean. You can also directly speak to her. We can also take her, bring her to your room, and lock the door and put her on a chair and say, you need to answer us some questions, lady. And Jasper turns to Eric. So what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so in the end, you, you have the problem, kind of problem that you need to explain why you disappeared. Or else you might have trouble to get away again, right? Well, I don't want to tell them any lies. I just don't know how to. It's kind of just like you told us. You have read that you're adopted and that confused you. And maybe just like you wanted to know something about it. And that's why you walked away. That's not particularly a lie. Cecily goes closer to Jasper. She grabs his face with her fingers. She puts her forehead close to his forehead and she's like... So she pulls him down. <laughs> and she says, do you trust her? And I mean it. I fully mean it. How do you feel about like revealing some deep secrets to her? I know she's your mother. I know you feel connected and you should. And that's good. But do you really trust her? And Jasper really thinks. You can see it in his eyes. And then he says, yes, of course. I love her and I trust her. The only two persons I ever did. Well, thank you for that. Before I met you. <laughs> Good answer. And a quick one. <laughs> in um, the corner. Right quick the catch. Then I think we should bring her somewhere where we are alone with her. Because I wonder how much you, as much as I like your father, I wonder how much she's involved into this. 
and then we should be alone with her and then we should confront her or talk nicely the facts into her face. However we want to phrase it, but we should talk to her about this and you should be like, mom, you know, all of that. Don't tell me any lies. I love you. I trust you. All of what you need to say. And then be like, we need your help. This is what happened. If you really trust her. Yes. But can you stay beside me? Of course. If she's going to be mean, you know, I'm a plus one always with me. <laughs> Thank you. We are here to help you. That's for sure. But also, just want to say one more thing. If you tell her and you trust her and she's part of the Einat Saren and she's going to lock us up in a jail, I will never forget that. Jaspie, car in the driveway. The lovely voice of your dad. Oh, that's, that must be mama. Good luck to all of us. And Jasper leaves his room and getting to the top of the staircase. Okay. You come to the top of the staircase. You're standing almost right in front of your mother's office, actually. And door opens and Anna Casper comes home. Long, dark, wavy hair, currently in a ponytail. Big eyes, kind of a long face, but with a nose that ends in a cute button shape. Uh, she's only about Eric's height, so she's pretty short, but she has a kind of strength and toughness to her, maybe acquired from being a small person in a big person's world. She wears the clothes and the name tag of somebody who works at an apotheca. You only see a glimpse of her big warm, wide smile before she stops at the front door, drops her bag from work, and just begins to quietly cry. And she covers her face in her hands and just at the sight of you, loses it. Jasper goes, goes down the stairs and instantly hugs his mother. And she grabs you and hugs you back. She's got her arm around the back of your head, just clutching you closely. You're taller than she is now, but uh, <laughs> she still has this way of hugging you from when she used to be taller than you. Jasper, where were you? I'm, 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 I'm. She takes a step back. I'm furious. I'm so glad you're okay. Um, oh, my. Hello. Uh, seeing your two friends at the top of the stairs. Good evening. Hello. Uh, oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Where have you been? I. Jasper, we've looked everywhere for you. Um, uh, maybe, um, can I explain it? Uh, oh, yes, please. Of course. <laughs> What, shall, shall we go to the parlor, or... Um, how about, you know, we, we, we have all our drinks upstairs. Is it okay for you to come up? In your bedroom? And stand where? Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe we can go, like, in your office there are some chairs. Um, I... Uh, should we bring your father? I mean... We... Papa? Chesley squints. What is it, Jaspie? Um, could I ask for some more drinks? Of course. Anything, Buster. Just glad you're here. Maybe some oh, food too, do, 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 do. Maybe some food too. Uh, and some food, maybe? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, it's so late. You you guys must be famished. Uh, I'll make sandwiches. But the very tricky ones, <laughs> you know? You did the, you do these sandwiches, you know, when you carve out like oh, little Oh, yes, animals. my tricky... Yes, my tricky animal sandwiches, of course. I'll get right on it. Thank you. Get right on it. Then I'm coming up. Then I'm coming up there. 
Woo! We're waiting. <laughs> okay, your father goes into the kitchen. Your mother looks at you quizzically. I understand that I've not been home as long as your father has, but that was weird, right? I mean, that was a little weird. <laughs> and I don't feel like I want to use influence points, but at that point, I want to use at least one influence point. Sure. And uh, I just want to look it into the eyes. Trust me. Of course, Jasper. Always. And then he pulls her up the stairs. You feel that your influence point is returned back to you. Oh. You don't need to use it for your mother. Yet. <laughs> I, will, I will not normally do that, but it's like she's resistant to your influence points uh, at, at this, at least at this moment. Um, I don't want to take that from you. It's not necessary while you're home. While you're home. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, can't affect, you can't affect everybody as well as you can your mother who hasn't seen you for two weeks. Um, <laughs> you all lead Anna Casper up to her office and... Uh, she pulls in a couple extra chairs. You use a couple chairs from Jasper's room. No one knows why he has two chairs in there because he's always alone, but he has two chairs in there. So a couple chairs from there and uh, she has a, an office chair in, in her room. And there's also like like a clear bin that you can sit on that's full of uh, filing paper. Um, and once everybody gets settled, uh, she just is in her office chair and rolls with her back to her desk and says, OK, J Jasper, what is it? Where have you been? What's what's going on? And Jasper doesn't know what to say. He he just takes uh, gets to his bag again and pulls up three things, mm -hmm. which is like the invitation letter from Neudrachenberg, the 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 letter from the adoption center, and uh, the picture of her. Oh my! And he's kind of he's kind of thinking with what thing he should start. <laughs> Where do the... we start the trauma? Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I mean, you tell me, what do you hand to her first? Yeah, I think I hand her the adoption letter and say, um, I think that was supposed to be sent to you. Uh, she takes it from you and tears start to come out of her eyes again. Oh, Jasper, I, I am so sorry. We wanted to tell you before and always I, I always chickened out you you always felt so much like my son and i i, I i'm so sorry it wasn't fair i i know that is this what happened you went you went in search of of your parents is that why you left no no that that, that actually wasn't like a problem the thing i went for was um this and then he hands out the invitation for Nordrachenberg. <laughs> okay more more Post. That's good. Um, as you have the advantage of the Dracomag, okay. Um, I, I don't understand. Don't understand, Jasper. What? What is this? Uh, are you are you are you sure you don't understand? Um, Academy for Magic. I like, like, and tricks. Like, you want to be a professional magician? I think you could have learned that from YouTube just as well. From what? Uh, you didn't have to run away from home for that. When you look at Jasper, you can see some very slight disappointment from what he's gathering so far from information. Sure. And then he just silently hands out the picture. The picture of her. Okay. You hand her the picture of her and she stares at it and it, her eyes unfocus for a moment. And it looks like she really has to focus and focus her eyes specifically. And really, she scrunches them up. It's like she's having trouble looking at the image. And uh, she says, is that 
I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand, Jasper. What, what is, what is this? Where did you uh, get this? I, I see, I see that it's me in the picture, but I, I, I never took this picture. I don't. I, I've in a lab coat. I haven't been in a lab coat since college. I, uh, you know that your mother majored in chemistry. And I will say that you've always had the feeling that your mother is highly overqualified for her job. She's very intelligent. She knows a lot about medicine. She knows a lot about science. But for some reason, she's working at an apotheca in a very small town. But you just figured that she chose that life and that's what she wanted for herself, a quiet, you know, life. And But you know that she did major in, in chemistry in college, that she did very well there. I can't place this. This doesn't look like my school. Jasper, I... So confused. And Jasper's confused as well. And he gets closer to her, tries to sit down next to her. So you you actually don't know what, what this picture is about? Darling, if I had any idea, I I promise I would tell you. I promise. Oh uh magician master? Yes. C- question. Yeah. She is quite distracted in the moment, right? Uh, yeah, certainly. Most certainly. Okay. I want to rob her. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I would like to... Uh, good thing that the dad is downstairs. I would like to cast a very silent divine Einfluss to see if she potentially got some kind of control or anything like that. Oh. Yes. Clever. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could do sudden Nachklang, but what for? <laughs> good. He's taking his bow from the violin and as Jasper's getting closer to her it's like <clears throat> divine einfluss and that's a 10 i need a 6 to succeed i could break anything at 13 but yeah you cast it and i will say this there is a rune that appears on the forehead of somebody who is being controlled glammed or magically influenced mm-hmm. that does not happen here mhm but through the power of your spell, you feel a slight resistance. But it doesn't seem like this person is being controlled by the magic of another person. That's not what's happening in this case. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Okay, what do you think, guys? I can try to do defenseless Verständnis to read her mind. But if she is like in any kind of control, maybe she doesn't know anything. Or I can do Recken for Decken to try to find if there's anything in the in the office mm-hmm. that is like hidden or like you know as a player i am very intrigued by the idea of what was it the first Defenses one yeah but but you know if you would ask jasper he would probably say no but you didn't ask him <laughs> jasper's like don't read my mom's mind says <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't ask him because he's talking to her right now <laughs> what if she forgot it that's the thing if i go into her mind and something is like you know like in your family uh-huh, yeah, kind of have the Gone. feeling. I can't find it then, probably. But I can, for Decken, I can discover something that might be there, that might be like some kind of magic that's there. Mm-hmm. Both are valid options. There's always hip and schweb, guys. Always hip and <laughs> So what do you think? Try, uh, if you want to ask me, try Recken for Decken. Recken for Decken? Okay. I go for Recken for Decken. That is an eight. An eight. It requires... Not very much to succeed, if I recall. I think a three. You silently, much like Eric, cast Reckon for Deccan from the pocket of your karate gi and 
<laughs> By the way, this whole time, Sassley's been still yes. just in a karate gi, yeah. which I meant to I meant to have your uh, have your parents react to that, but I forgot. But you are in a karate gi. You're all actually none of you are in your wizarding robes. You're all in your fancy clothes that Mildred bought you. Yep. Um, just for, just for your mental image. You cast this, and you feel the whoop of the power of your magic dispelling any anything hidden around you. But nothing is hidden around you. That is what I will say for now about that. Jasper, what are you doing at this moment? You've shown her the picture. Good investigation, though, folks. I really appreciate that. <laughs> no, really, I do. I really appreciate it. Jasper that. actually believes that she what she just said. First, first of all, don't think like the whole adoption thing. It's it's not that big of a deal for me, and it's all fine. And please don't have any bad feelings for it. But that's why I just you know went away to that school I, I just gave you because maybe that was some way for me to find out more about my you know my origin. But again, nothing against you or Papa. And yeah, and then he just starts talking about the whole Neudrachenberg thing and what it's actually about, like in a very honest way. She listens to you and does not seem to understand that. Uh, she doesn't seem to have a concept of people casting magic. Like that sounds like, oh, great, my kid ran away and joined the circus or something. A circus or a cult. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> But you can tell that she is trying to listen to you with an open mind. Uh, and okay, okay, yes, all right. So, but I would actually like for from what Jasper gets back from her that she doesn't clearly understand what's what this whole thing is about. I was thinking about you know like pro proving something, you know, just you know sure. doing something to show her that. This is actual magic, because I don't know if... No, I just want to do a Lichtus Pichtus for her. Okay. Roll to cast Lichtus Pichtus. And just just, just to make sure, uh, the thing with all the, the strings and all of that, that was something I saw or that we all saw as I used it? Everyone could see it, but you had the ability to actually tell, like, follow strings and see which strings lead to certain people. The others can maybe kind of see like, oh, I see there's lines coming out of me and going to other places, but wow, that's that's a lot. I don't know where, what all of that is. But so, Jasper, you, you show your mother your wand, okay? It's made of this kind of wooden material. It's hard, you see. It's not electronic. There's nothing happening here. This this is an ordinary stick in my And hand. Jasper, yes. Jasper, yeah, Jasper gives it to her like like a typical yeah, magician yeah, totally. would do. Like, you, and you she's can, like, you oh can, my god, he went to, to magician it. school. He's gonna like pull a card out of my ear now or whatever. <laughs> okay, yes, so then uh, show me your magic, Jasper. And Jasper gets up and stands in front of her. Uh-huh. Like, like being on an audition. And then yeah. he's like, Lichtes, Lichtes. And he rolled a nine. And he rolled a nine, which is enough to cast the spell at least. And light emits from the, the tip of your wand and blasts outwardly. Uh, and your mother seems a little dumbfounded and impressed. I don't know if she's ready to say, yeah, okay, there's an entire <laughs> secret magical world all around us. And I believe in magic now. But okay, that was very cool. I don't know. I can't explain that. And that is really something surprising. and. She's trying to have an open mind. Jasper, you do this spell in this room and roll much like I had Eric do. 
when he saw the sign of the ensemble. Yes. Roll a personal lore roll. So it's a world lore roll, but this is to remember your personal lore. Something from the past. It's uh, bookishness. <laughs> bookishness? Bookishness plus uh, world lore, if you have anything for that. No, but still, it's an 18. Whoa. You rolled an 18. 18. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, 17 plus 1. As you cast this spell, you remember something about this room, and you, you're, not, you're not sure at first why this memory comes to you, but then you start to put it together. You remember once when you were a kid, you liked to play fantasy games with your family. You liked to play pretend. And your father would always be the big evil villain, and you would be the hero of the story. Your mother enjoyed watching this, but she always seemed a little more reserved and, to be honest, maybe even slightly uncomfortable with playing pretend, especially with this fantasy stuff. But she enjoyed watching you pretend to be the hero and watching you play with your father. You remember one time that you were the mystical wizard Gandalf and you had to fight your daddy Balrog and you needed to find a suitable item in your house that could be some kind of powerful magical object. And you'd looked all over the house. But what young Jasper found was a red ruby in his mother's office high up on a shelf and said, well, this is a fit. This is really cool. <laughs> and uh, young Jasper held that ruby in his hand and raised it high and said, you shall not pass, and uh, defeated his daddy Balrog. And watching from the kitchen, uh, your mother kind of came to the edge of the uh, door frame. There's no, there's no door there, but there's a door frame between the dining room and the kitchen and was leaning against the door frame and watching. And you're not exactly sure what happened at that moment, but your mother kind of flipped for a moment and took this red ruby from you and said, this is not a plaything, Jasper. This is very precious, very uh, nice piece of jewelry and gave your father that look like, wow, you're letting him play with my jewelry? This is expensive. Um, and said, the cabinet that you got this from is called the off-limits cabinet and we're not allowed to take things from there. And uh, as far as you know, she took that ruby and put it in the off-limits cabinet, which you know. You know which cabinet is the off-limits cabinet. And as you cast a spell in the room where the off-limits cabinet is, this memory kind of comes to you. Casting a spell and being in close proximity to that ruby. You know it's there in that room. So, um, that's the magic. Wow, well, uh... I can't say I have an explanation for what you just did, Jasper, but very impressive, of course. So you, you still don't believe me, or...? I don't know what to believe, but I'm honestly just thrilled that you're home. And whatever you want to do next, we can talk about it, but I hope that you will stay at home and let us all figure it out together. So that I now want to say that I try to get... Clear with all the secrets I hid from you the past two weeks. Is 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 there anything you might want to to tell about you know what happened before and things that you didn't tell me? Jasper, I I promise you that 
There's nothing else. I, the adoption I'm very sorry for, but for the, as for the rest, I'm an open book. I can understand why you might question that, seeing as how you have pictures of me that I don't remember taking. And that I will try to get to the bottom of, but uh, there's, there's nothing else that I, I, can, I can think of. So you mean like, like there are no off-limits here? <laughs> she glances over at the off-limits cabinet. No, of course not. And Jasper just slowly walks towards <laughs> that cabinet, still looking mm -hmm. at her, still not sure what to... Sure. Um, you look into the cabinet and you see ceramics and memories, photo. There's a photo of you in there with her. All things that are valuable to your mother. And in the back, and dusty, there is an old pouch that you're pretty sure has the ruby in it. And he slowly grabs for it, mm -hmm. trying to be as careful and, and as, as respectful as possible still. Sure. And um... You open the pouch and slide the ruby out. And you would not have remembered this because you had no context for it. But what slides onto your hand And the others are probably watching this. And instead of a gold chain, it's on a thick black cord that is woven together. But the stone itself looks identical. The shape is unmistakable. An identical replica of the Amulet of Intention, which was stolen from Neujachenberg on your first day of school. Our magician master is Michael Moore. Sassily Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Theme song by Aaron Richards with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Our cover art is by Pascal Genie. Well, folks, it seems like the plot is plodding along and our heroes can't help but be entangled in its many threads. And doesn't that just feel so good? You know what else feels great? getting on those social medias and following your friendly family fun podcast at JK We're Rolling on Facebook or jk.weird.rolling on Instagram. If you really, really like us, then slip us a note, but make sure the teacher doesn't see. Or support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash jkweirolling. We love and appreciate our patrons so much, and we do try to keep putting out extra stuff there so that the fun can last just a little bit longer. Uh, while we're plugging away, we'd love to plug our sister podcast, Horizons Point, allegedly a D&D podcast. Find them where you find us. And listen in if you like complex mystery arcs with dynamic characters. And I know that you do, because you're listening to us. There are steampunky D&D-based, occasionally horror-inspired, but mostly fun and snarky stepsister, and we love them. Our next episode comes in two weeks on January 11th. Keep an ear out, and don't be a stranger. And until then, remember to keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready.
Nadine, your catchphrase, please. Octopus continues. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good well, one. I... The, the bridge crossing. Oh, well, we crossed that bridge when we're in front of it. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, octopus continues. <laughs> no, not this one. Gonna get him with my plus one. She's got a lot of catchphrases. <laughs> 